Hey everyone, it's OSBA's Senior Communication Manager, Scott Gerfin. Welcome to OSBA's podcast, Leading the Way. We are sponsored by the good folks at Vartech, education's IT partner. With me today, Sally Green. She's a board member with Tuscaroras Local Schools in Tuscaroras County. That's a rural district uh, in the northeast region of the state. She also is OSBA's 2024 president. Sally, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Scott. I invite every OSBA president to come to the podcast so our members you know, get to know more about them and, and get to know about their district as well. So let me start by asking you, how did you get involved in public education? Tell us about your journey to becoming a school board member. From a very early age, I learned that if I wanted to improve my life and the future life of my family, I needed an education. I had great teachers that told me I could get out of poverty and I could do something, but I had to have an education. And so throughout my life, it's been a focus to continue to learn and grow. And um, it's very passionate for me that, that education is important. Now, we have moved eight times in my husband's career with our children, and so education was always important, and we always made sure that they had a quality school to go to. Um, But about 20 years ago, we had a board that was a 3-2 board. Um, They had personal agendas and promises made, and it became chaos in the district, and it made me realize very quickly that if I valued education, we needed dedicated school board members that supported education and student welfare. And so I campaigned and I ran, and then 19 years later, I'm still here. And 19 years, uh, that's almost two decades. <laughs> when you think for, of it that way. I know it. <laughs> but but that shows your dedication to the students in your district. I mean, I think the, I think the average board member serves one term. Uh, you've that's been true. very dedicated. Uh, to your district. Let's talk about your district. Tell our listeners about your district, how you're serving your students, and and what's unique. I'm sure there is some uniqueness in the fact that you are a rural district. Yes, there is. I think the first thing that we need to, um, I, I would like to talk about is that we have an unwavering focus and commitment to what really matters, and that's our students. Our superintendent at the grand opening of our uh, performance center uh, recently spoke um, to this the best, and I want to share that with you. He stated, Tusky Valley has an unwavering belief in the power of public education and our commitment to transform lives and shape futures. It symbolizes our commitment to providing our students with not just curriculum, but an experience, an experience that transcends textbooks and classrooms. It ignites passion and unlocks their boundless potential. It's not just brick and mortar. It is a place where dreams take flight, imagination knows no bounds, and where passions find their voice. And that sums up what Tusky Valley is. Obviously, being a rural small district, um, there's a lot of options and a lot of hats that we all have to wear because we don't have a full team like others do. Yeah. And, and tell us, who is your superintendent? Our superintendent is Dr. Derek Varansky. And how long has he been in that role? Uh, this is going on his second year. He is actually, interesting enough, he started as a student with my daughter and graduated, and then oh, he wow. went up the ranks. He became a teacher, a dean of student. He um, got his doctorate in curriculum, um, which is why we excel so well in education, and then he took on the superintendent role. Wow, so that's, uh, wow, sticking right there in his 
community. Yeah. What's new in your district? I know you had a, a uh, opening uh, that happened earlier this month, and the governor was there. Tell us a little bit about what was going on there. We had a performing arts center open uh, where we invited the community, um, but our our arts, that was our drama, our band, our choirs, they wanted to give back to the community because the community served us so well and supported us so well. And that was the first time they had um, performed since the accident. And so it was an important part to, uh, it was called stepping forward. It wasn't that we were um, forgetting about what happened, but it was taking a step um, to bring joy to others. And they did it so well. Let's talk about the accident that you mentioned, the tragedy that occurred on November 14th. Uh, members of your marching band were headed to the OSBA Capital Conference to perform. Um, three students and, and three adults died in a crash uh, on I-70. Um, I know it has been, you know, it's just been hard. Tell us how you are doing as a district, as a community right now. Thank you for asking. Um, I appreciate that. Um, But first, I want to just share a few thoughts um, that I need to. On November 14th, it started out with such excitement and joy and pride for our band. They were so excited to be able to share their incredible talents with school board members from across the state. They love the opportunity that education has given them, and they wanted to return that and give that back to you in a gift of music. And for six months, in, they planned music that could reach every generation because they knew that was the focus of the Capitol Conference. But unfortunately, in an instant, tragedy occurred. It's something that we would hope never, never any district would have to go through. But I recognize as a trauma nurse that schools have lost students for various reasons. And I want to tell you how sorry I am because it is very, very hard. Now our district is incredibly thankful to the countless people who have helped us navigate since that day. Those at the scene of accidents, those who have donated, we wanna thank especially the OSBA staff. I was in a learning session waiting for the session to start when I received the call from the band director. And then in walks Terry Morgan, an OSBA staff member, and within seconds, the OSBA staff was mobilized to help our team. And they helped me deliver the news to the team, which was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Yeah. But I can't thank OSBA enough because they surrounded us with love, with help, and help us focus on what was important. And it helped our team disperse to where we needed hospitals, church, where the um, reunification occurred, and so many various places that we needed to go so that all our kids were supported during this difficult time. We especially want to thank our district staff who had quick responses um, and for ensuring that the needs of our students and our staff are being met even today. This will be a long process of healing. It won't happen overnight. Right. Um, we have loving support from our community that continues to hold us up. And our focus will be always um, focusing on those students that are affected most and helping them heal and wrapping our round, arms around the families who lost loved ones. It was a terrible tragedy. I remember that day. I'm probably not going to forget that day, um, the events of, that unfolded. Uh, I was backstage with you as well. Um, but uh, and thank you for the kind words uh, about OSBA. 
Well, they're true. And anybody who doesn't know SBA, they should learn it because you really do help not only in crisis, but in learning and governance. I want to talk, uh, switch gears now to talk about your role as OSBA president. Um, the OSBA president serves a one-year term, and prior to that, the OSBA president serves as president-elect for a year, and then after the term as president, they serve uh, one year as immediate past president. And um, so it's kind of a three-year commitment to the association and, and a leadership role. Uh, every president has goals. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you hope to accomplish this year. Um, I'd be loved. I'd love to share that. But first, I'd like to publicly thank the 2023 OSBA president, uh, Chris Varwig. She led with passion and strength, with a mission to bring awareness to public education, and she did an amazing job. And she had three goals that I want to continue because they are they they hit the heart of what we need to do, and that is promote positive stories within our school district and in our communities and outside our communities involve public officials they need to be in our schools but not only be in our schools but follow the day of a life of a student how can they not understand what we're going through if they don't truly experience that event and then finally unite school boards we all are locally controlled and we all have individual needs and wants but we all care about public education and our students and so i would hope that we could come together and form a united group. Now, two things that I think are important to help with that is to facilitate discussions. I think a roundtable discussions within the regions on the future of public education and how we can support each other will be beneficial for our students' future. And also, we need to act and achieve. We need to foster a culture of action taking and achievement. It's interesting enough, a lot of people say they will, they will do something, but until they actually do it, it doesn't <laughs> occur. So we need to foster an action and doing. Um, and I know, unfortunately, so many of us as school board members focus on our school district. We focus on getting things right, focus on the board meetings. And that is so important, but we also need to step out of that at times and help others, but help promote school districts. Um, that is so important that sometimes we just forget about because we're so involved in the class day to day. And yeah, what is the saying? Uh, actions speak louder than words. Exactly. So I think that's what you're saying here is, is yes. don't just talk the talk, get involved. Get involved. Why should board members get involved with OSBA? You've been heavily involved with OSBA. Yeah. I'd like to share a story with you um, that I find interesting. In my 11th year of OSBA attending Capital Conference, I figured out finally that Capital Conference was not just a event that a organization put on, but they actually had more things going on than just Capital Conference. <laughs> so <laughs> in the 11th year of my service, someone asked me to join the region, and so I did. And then when I was coming, they were all talking about all these events they were going to and learning sessions, and I thought, what are you talking about? Right. What are they? Yes. Who does all that? And they said, well, OSBA. And so I would encourage new board members or old board members who have never come to a, a learning session or an OSBA session, they need to learn because they need to come. Uh, you will find it amazing what yeah. you learn. And, and we offer events, training events. Uh, a lot of them are on demand now too. So you can 
You can join in in the comfort of your own home or office or wherever you are. So uh, if you go to our website, ohioschoolboards.org, we have the events calendar there. You can register, learn about some of the exciting things uh, that we have coming up. And, and, I, and I'm telling you from, and I know I'm close to the association and working in here and helping to promote those events, but I hear other things, the same things from board members who attend these events that you just said. It's about just attend one to see what it's like, see what you learn, right? Right. And the networking that occurs is amazing. You can find out, hey, we have a problem with this. The person sitting next to you who you don't even know says, oh, we had that problem, but we did this, and it's working out great. Um, So networking is so important in this field. One of the other um, things I, I see in public education, and I think we all know about it, is that we need to have transparency and accountability for anyone who takes government money. And I think that's important that we need to make that a top priority in 2024 to get that in legislation so that all schools are accountable and transparent. I think it's important. Um, The OSB team is working very hard in a lot of areas, but one of the things, like I mentioned earlier, is the future of public education. And I'm looking forward to us holding those roundtables that I talked about. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you uh, your concerns, your hopes for 2024, but I think you just you just answered it there. It was uh, accountability with the school funding. You want to see that with, uh, you know, public schools are held to standards, and you, you believe that uh, charter schools and other community schools should be held to the same standards, right? Yes, definitely. Sally, thank you again for uh, coming on the podcast. Uh, final thoughts for our listeners. I think our collective commitment to supporting education is crucial and it really, really matters, guys. One word, if I had to say one word, it's collaborate. It is crucial for everyone to take that initial step toward positive change and to work together as a united collaborative effort to bring understanding and the importance of education to our state. Now, I'm ready to take that first step to collaborate with each of you. As I go out and visit schools, conferences, I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you today, and I want you to join me as we embark on a powerful journey in supporting our students. We need to ignite their passions, hear their voices, and equip them with success in an ever-evolving world. Thank you, and remember, you can make a difference. Please do. So I, I want to say she's not joking either when she says she goes out to school districts because I see her all over the place. And I would how many districts have you been and how many do you you have a, a goal to go to a number of districts this year, right? Yeah, my goal is 100. Last year I went to 50. So I really got to step up my you game. You got to step up your game. But, but school districts matter and that's where I want to be. So I'm working very hard for that. I'll just finish with if your school district wants to see me, please call me. <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Sally, thank you again uh, for taking some time. Uh, Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Scott. And thank you to our great sponsors, uh, the folks at Vartech, Education's IT partner.
It is essential for school board members to continue their professional development. So join us for OSBA's Board Member 201 workshop on February 17th. Deepen your understanding of legal and policy changes, governance best practices, and strategies for tackling new challenges. Cover everything from current challenges to building and maintaining strong partnerships with fellow board members and administrators. And gain new insights from legal, legislative, and policy experts. Don't miss this opportunity to advance achievement in your district. Learn more and register at ohioschoolboards.org.